0: This is Happening
1: with Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. Oh boy! It's the This Is
2: Happening show featuring me, Mark Zito. And me, Ryan Sampson. Wow! How about that? We're gonna take a quick. This week has been a heck of a
1: week so far. You it's mean, been. Uh, for the show or for you? For the show. Because it's been, we've had some great guests this week.
2: Yes. Kim we, Kelly. Yeah. Andy King. Right? It's people who work in the office week. But after two harrowing days of people who work in the office week, we're going to take a break from that today. Oh. We're going to do a special no swearing show. No cursing whatsoever. I'm not going to curse. This is easy. You, you, I have a feeling you think this is hard. I don't know. Do you think I can do it? Yeah. I don't know if I can. Just imagine you're with your grandmother. Not a good example. Oh, okay. You curse around your grandmother? She's dead, Ryan. So no. Oh well, I don't, well when, I'm just when saying. When she was alive, I was seven. I'm sorry. So I don't right. think so. So you weren't cursing. That's so true. this is
1: still that good advice. Well, if we
2: do a whole show about the Green Power Ranger, then I guess I can just play it like I'm seven years old, and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> you know. So uh, yeah. Anyway, for a big no swearing show, let's see what we're gonna get into. All right. I so we make a prep sheet every day. Yeah. And there's something that's been on the sheet that I like is when I think a topic is generally going to be bad, I continually move it down the list. Yes. Oh, and I, I put the But you one day when I was like, Hey, what do you want to talk about? You just said key fobs. And so I've just had key fobs on here, like you have a apparently a hot take
1: on key fobs. Yeah, we're so gonna, we're gonna get that to, to that. Today. Let's see where we go with that. <laughs> take it away on the key oh, fobs. Oh no, no, we're coming. We're gonna come back to the key fobs. Later. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're gonna come back to it. Yeah, no, because there's something else that you've been moving down the sheet for oh. the last like three, four days. Okay, yeah, that's a tease then about key fobs. Yeah, and, and so the the thing that you the other thing you've been moving down has been because of the guests, because we sat here and talked to Kid Kelly the whole show. Yeah, yeah, and yeah and then Andy King was so compelling that we sat here and talked to him the whole show. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah we talked about his father doing adult movies. Correct.
1: And so we haven't talked about a news story, and if we don't talk about it soon, we're gonna be like, you know, it's it's like making a Monica Lewinsky joke. Is it the worst? World Cup. No, it is okay. not the All right. World Cup. Okay. Although how interesting the World Cup. Yeah, totally know what's going on yeah. with the World
2: Cup. Definitely Ooh. well aware of what's happening with the kick kicking the ball.
1: Uh <laughs> well, Ryan, what's going on? There's a a, a a situation in or actually Overland Park, Kansas. So Kansas City, right? That's okay. a, a, I believe a suburb of Kansas City. Sure. Maybe I'm wrong. Sure. Uh there's a wedding reception mm-hmm. held in a community center. Child, you pro- you might have heard this. Child uh, goes up. There's a there's a statue on a pedestal. Uh, little kid goes up and like gets on his tiptoes and gives the statue a hug, and it falls over onto him or kind of onto him, and well breaks. Okay. And his parents uh, are outraged that they got a bill for hundred and thirty-two thousand dollars for the statue. Okay. All right, and they're basically like, we shouldn't have to pay this, and no one has asked about our child. No one has asked if he is okay. Well, I mean, if a statue falls on a kid, that does seem like it would be concerning. I would imagine. I agree, but if you see the video, he gets up and runs away. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm
2: sure the kid is fine. (laughs) fine. And also, no one's asked about your kid because if your kid died, they probably wouldn't hit you with the bill, or at least not publicly. (laughs) Yes, but that being said, I don't think they should have to pay the bill. Why? Because all right. First of all, this is a community center. Yes. If there is so, a statue that is worth six figures in a community center, right. you should sell it and put another wing on the community center.
1: <laughs> it was it what? It was on loan. Okay. It wasn't they, they didn't buy it, it was on loan. So the community center's on the hook for the people that was loaning them the piece of art. All right.
2: I still say this is the community center's fault. I'm looking at a photo, a screen grab from the video. Okay. The statue, which I believe is a is a full bodied. A metallic woman, it
1: looks like. Yeah, I guess it crushed in her stomach or something like that. Well, regardless, it's not surrounded by any type of things that say don't touch it. It doesn't
2: have any type of stanchions around
1: it. You need a sign to tell you not to touch things that aren't yours. I'm not a child. A a child, like he could read it. Do you think the child could read the sign, so- like, the, the age of this kid? I uh, Can kids read at that age? I, no, I mean, he shouldn't have been able to get near the thing. There should have been stanchions around it. If they just
2: leave it out in the room like this, in a community center, not a museum, I might add, a community center. Right. What if do this you was a wedding gonna, reception. Okay. So, that's, that's on the community center.
1: No way. You should have, sec- if this thing is worth six figures. Yeah. You should have security with it. But, no, 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 no. If you break it, you buy it. That's no, a, it's a simple rule. We all know it. No sugar, no rule. shoes, no service. Not a rule. You break it, you so buy where it. Where is that a rule? It's totally a rule. If you destroy somebody else's property and it's known you destroyed somebody else's property, you're on the hook for it. But this is a it's, it's child. It's that simple. Yes. So, also, so, art, so the parents. Art, the are on value the of art it, is so subjective. Mm-hmm. This
2: thing doesn't wor- look worth one hundred thirty-two thousand dollars to me. You're going to tell me this stupid sculpture is worth one hundred and thirty-two grand? According Get. to the out of apparently here apparently
1: it is stop it that's what it's appraised at no, i don't okay. know
2: i could appraise this computer mouse at two hundred thousand dollars because of the <laughs> important emotional value it has to me that doesn't actually make it work worth two hundred thousand dollars also I, and i don't know anything about this family but you know just as a normal person that is an enormous sum of money Hold and i would wanna, imagine in wanna, kansas if
1: you want to tell Marky's wrong uh 877 T I H show feel free go ahead feel what, free what are they trying to make it that this is bad parenting uh, not, not bad like listen i think it's a uh, an escape of responsibility it's sort of like listen you break it you buy it well then quite honestly the kid should have to pay for it if, if with your logic maybe but no let's make parents, him take care of it parents are responsible for the kid all right let me throw a scenario at you okay yeah Mark Zito. Yeah. This is happening blows up. Uh-huh. Like we all of a sudden become the most popular radio show on the planet okay. i like this example. Right? Mm-hmm. They they have to pay us in dump truck loads. Mm-hmm. We have money. Wait, like Andy King's dad? Yes. Or Oh. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. money. Okay, you yeah, have a lot of money. Yeah. Right. Okay. We're swimming in it like Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You buy a Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. You park your Lamborghini. Right there, a child is outside with his art project. It's painting day in kindergarten. Yeah. And he's doing his homework. Mm-hmm. Mom goes inside for ten minutes. When he when mom goes inside, kindergarten student decides the canvas is boring and starts painting your Lamborghini. Yeah. Oh, it was a child. Doesn't have to pay for it.
2: Do you want my honest answer? If I have all this money in the world, I wouldn't make them pay for it. Let's see. come on. I'd just be like, who cares? It's just paint. Also, like Oh yeah, you would be you would be totally honest like to that. God, I would be like, yo, your kid did this and like no, no what would I do? Would yell at a you know, child? Let
1: me bring my Ferrari. Oh, well, you're not Cam Newton. Let me bring the Ferrari over, and you can paint that. It needs a new paint job anyway. Maybe it gets some some touch up paint. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out where were his parents when this happened? Because um, I don't re- I don't know. If you read the article, the mother's like, I just all of a sudden heard someone yelling at my child, and I rushed in the room. I think so. She might have been in another room.
2: Well, here's the thing: when this kid like walks up to it, there's some other people sitting in the room. They should have done something. Uh, See, now, what I don't understand is the boy's parents claim the statue itself was the real source of danger, according to this mat- ar- article I'm reading on Fortune.com. to somebody Let's else. not go that far. Yeah. But at the same time, I can not agree that this should have been bolted down a little bit. You don't think if there's something worth that much in this community center that you shouldn't be able to get near
1: it? What What, what need do you have to go next to it? <laughs> You don't think they're not pro- protecting it enough? I mean, that's very much like saying that that if your home got robbed, that it's your fault because you didn't lock your door. No. Yeah, it is. It's the exact same thing. You're saying it's their fault because they didn't guard it well enough. Well, no, it's no, It's the no, same no, no, thing no, 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 as saying that if your home is burglarized, not at all. It's not if, at all. if your home
2: is burglarized, it's your fault. Because this is a public place where these the, there's the expectation that people are going to be in it. Okay, you've you've rented it out for this wedding reception. I'm kind of, quite honestly, I'm sort of surprised whoever hosted the wedding isn't on the hook because I would imagine there's some type of contract that says any damage Mm. to the facility, but that's neither here nor there.
1: But some, yeah, okay, that's fair. So, but, with that being the
2: case, would you just leave, let's say that the the sculpture was a pile of dollar bills adding up to $132,000. Let's say that was the sculpture. (laughs) Would you just leave that unattended?
1: I mean, yeah, if it's art, don't touch it. Oh, really? Don't touch it.
2: We're not just being difficult to me right now. <laughs> I mean, so yeah. you see what I'm saying here. Well, uh, well that there should be somebody next to this thing if it's so valuable. Is,
1: is, the, is the, uh, the contention that it's going to be stolen or that it's going to be destroyed? Because I Either don't. Or. Because I don't think that anyone is going to destroy the hundred and thirty-two thousand. But they might touch it. They might go up they next to it. They well might, might play it. with it. Yeah. I mean, dude, there there are expensive paintings in offices you go to, and people's houses you go to. Let's, so let's. Maybe not one I go. To I want to
2: watch this. I want to watch this news. So I want to watch the news story that goes sure. along with this. Sure, let's
1: you're, you're, you're on. At ten, a one hundred thirty-two thousand dollar mistake by a young boy, all caught on camera in Overland Park. Now, a metro family might
2: be on the hook to pay for that. There's there's two friggin' women sitting there as the kid goes up
1: and starts, like, touching the statue. They should be more liable than the parents. Why? Just random strangers? If I'm sitting on the street, and I- if I'm walking by- So you would just let the kid paint my Lamborghini? I might try to be like, uh, this ain't right, but I can't discipline a stranger's child. You could be like, hey- try try disciplining a stranger's child. I'm just saying, kids naturally listen to adults.
2: News reporter Tom Dempsey shows us how this mistake quickly spiraled out of control.
0: Sarah Goodman remembers the wedding reception at Tomahawk Ridge Community Center, starting off with plenty of celebration.
2: I think there was a few different... Parties going on, bridal showers, birthday parties.
0: A joyous occasion that in a moment turned into something much different.
2: I hear yelling. Sounds like the statue's going to molest her child, right. by the way.
0: <laughs> the way the way this news reporter is talking about this statue. Oh my god. Where is your mother? Surveillance video capturing Sarah's five-year-old son hugging a sculpture on display. He's
2: five! He's not even like, my mom teaches second grade. Yeah. Do you know how stupid they are when I've been in there? They are imbeciles, little imbeciles but just needing to be molded into human beings. I, you gotta, you can't just put a statue out there and be like, don't play with it. It I, looks like a big action I figure. I would
1: bet one of, uh, oh, and by the way, speaking of your mom, it's my mom's birthday. Happy birthday, Penny. Oh, uh, speaking it, of your mom, my mom. <laughs> right. Yeah. Happy uh, birthday. So uh, I, I bet you one of your mom's biggest lessons is no touching. No touching. That should be based on the news. That should be everyone's <laughs> no biggest touching.
0: lesson. Play before it topples over on top of him, he struggles for a bit when suddenly it falls to the ground. Honestly, After though, rushing into helps. So. When you watch this, that statue could have killed the boy. Oh, yeah.
2: It, it happened to fall in a way where he fell on top of it because it spun around. Had it been the other way around, <laughs> the mom is not wrong.
0: We'll tweet this video out. All right. Eric soon learned the sculpture's price tag.
2: Maybe this is like eight hundred or something. No, it's a hundred and thirty-two thousand dollars. Wait, she
1: thought it was eight hundred dollars. Look is at this she... thing. If they
2: sold, if any any money, monetary value above four hundred ninety-nine dollars is some serious and BS. An IKEA sculpture. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Nice job, not not swearing by me. <laughs> an IKEA sculpture would be worth worth than eight hundred dollars.
2: T- talk. I'm, I'm tweeting during the show. I'm going to. You really are on. tweeting. Yo, yeah, you're okay. talking about yeah, this but, now. And if, ah. you wanna,
1: if you want to jump in, eight seven seven T I H O. show. Mark, I just I can't see who's responsible. Then you think the the museum there should be insurance on this? There's probably insurance on it. There it, probably is, but the insurance company is not just going to want to pay it out. They're going to want to collect. It's probably the insurance company trying to collect from the
2: people who actually damaged well, it. Well, that insurance company should go public and say yes, we're going after this five year old boy.
1: And I would say that. The insurance company was negligent in taking care of their investment. If you if you wreck into somebody's car, the insurance company finds out whose fault it was, and then they have to pay for it.
2: It happened when somebody broke my nose. The person who broke my nose, though, was my wife. Yeah. And they kept sending me... It, by the way, it's a much longer story. It's not... Realize if, you, if you're if you not familiar with the whole thing, it sounds like bad stuff, but no. Um, And they kept sending all these mailings to me like, yo, let us know who did it, and I just never responded.
1: Really? Yeah, I was just like, nope. So what do you think? Because we weren't even married at the time. Oh yeah. So I was like, then they're going to go after her her and then "Ah, I don't want to deal with this. Good move. Yeah.
2: I'm sorry. We're finished here.
0: Damage that an insurance company said the family would be on the hook to pay for. See, I told you. My children are well supervised, but all people get distracted. The two parents now questioning the safety of the display. Smart.
2: It's in the main walkway, not a separate room, not plexiglass, not protected, not held down. She's
1: right. Your Lamborghini was on the street, didn't have a cover, wasn't in a garage. Dude. It's this, dude, It's it's. it would be like a child walking by your Lamborghini and painting flowers on it. It's the same thing. Here's what I
2: would do. I would be like, yo, just get out of here. And then I would report it as vandalism to my insurance company. I'd be like, why don't you just pay the, the copay or whatever it is. <laughs> the What's the word? deductible deductible right not copay <laughs> whatever i knew that was the wrong term
0: the city calling the incident an unfortunate situation but saying the artwork should not have been touched there's a societal responsibility that you may not interact with it you know, a societal
1: responsibility I, I, listen i he's he's using big words for a, for a funny situation Sounds
2: like a is is no, he's douche saying- bag a douchebag of swear. He sounds like a douchebag.
1: We would not say that on hits one.
2: Alright, I'm gonna give myself a pass on that one though. Because the societal responsibility for to for a five-year-old is to what? Not
1: to, to, to not urinate in your pants that much. I, no, but I think like y- y- you know that you don't spit in someone's food at a restaurant. You teach that at a young age. You know you don't punch people. You, you know we teach do? that at a young we age. We should throw this five-year-old in jail. No touching. Well, he's he's he was born here, so we can't do
0: that. No. Oh. <laughs> if it's not designed for interaction, an expensive price tag leaving the family wondering what could lie ahead. So if the insurance company says, and if they're going to take it to lawyers, we don't know. An insurance company claimed the parents to be negligent for not monitoring their children. After the incident, though, the family contacted their homeowner's insurance provider about paying for the damage.
1: And and that's Talk. it, too. They have insurance, too. So, that's, so they, they need to pursue their insurance. And you just listen. It sucks. I'm not denying it sucks for them. If my child painted your Lamborghini, I would be. Horrified. I have a question, though. Okay.
2: Let's forget the Lamborghini okay. situation. Okay. Let's pretend this little boy in the video, where the statue is falling on him, is your little boy. Yes. You're just like, well, I guess that costs $132,000 for me. You don't look at that statue and say, one, that was pretty dangerous, two, how, where do we come up with the value on this statue? Who's the artist? Oh, I, Who came listen, up
1: with this? I would definitely be working on this with my lawyers right i would definitely be like all right lawyers let's go to work i'm not sure that bitching about it on the public news on the local news would be my tack i you're right if it were my child i would have a lawyer and i would be trying to get the best uh, agreement and settlement out of this as i could
2: now the one thing I will disagree with her on is that she said- um, but, my ch- but hold on, but okay.
1: at, in the, at the end of the day, I would realize, oh shit, I am on the Whoa! hook
0: for this. Whoa!
2: Oh, I broke it.
1: Oh!
2: oh! Oh! Look at you, Mr. Top 40 Man. Can't even use good language. Wow.
1: Thank goodness we didn't wow. set a penalty. Wow. See how mad you get me? Thank goodness we didn't set a penalty. I wish we had. I know. Now I'm glad we didn't.
2: Yeah, well, you're a loser. I'm a, I'm Mr. Cleanmouth over here, and I think we can tell that out of the two of us, if we did have a child loose in a museum, my kids would be well-behaved because of their good upbringing and no swearing, and your kids would probably knock over a statue. At least they
1: wouldn't be touching anything. Yeah. <laughs> eh. You want to? You want to talk about my?
2: Yeah, one thing oh, I, do, I just want. My last thought is she says that her son has been having bad dreams every oh night God. since the incident, and I don't believe that. Just
1: remember, the kids can lie too. Yeah. What are the bad dreams of statues attacking him? <laughs> I don't know. It's where I I, I don't understand. Venus De Milo and David are are chasing him down.
2: See, I just still think he shouldn't have touched it, he, or he, it should have been bolted down. He shouldn't have touched it, but it should have been bolted down. We should take a break, Ryan. What are we going to talk about next? Because I'll come up with a tease like we learned yesterday.
1: Uh, we're going to talk about key fobs. Okay. When we get back, it's been hiding in your pocket.
2: Is it giving your thigh cancer? We'll talk about key fobs next on This Is Happening. Welcome back. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. It's This Is Happening, the no swearing show, <laughs> talking about boobs and butts, and, uh... Breasts. W- wieners. Whatever. But hey, new information tonight on key fobs. I don't know, I just wanted to say that like a news report. I, I don't
1: know that this is new information, this is just sort of like me complaining.
2: Yeah, so I've, I've had key fobs on our on our list for, for weeks, and I do not know... What it's about? It literally just says
1: key fobs. So I've lived in New York City since 2005. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. and you don't normally have a car when you live here. True. Right. True. Like it's it's more of a it's it's a giant pain in the ass to have a car in this city. Whoa, is ass acceptable? Ass is acceptable. Huh. I the okay. way I said it, I, I it's very yes. See, I know how notice how comfortably I said that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. I, so I haven't I haven't had a car yeah. since 2005. Yes, I moved from Lincoln, Nebraska. I sold my dad my uh, my 1998 Ford Ranger pickup, and like that, how much did you sell the car to your dad to? Uh, he just basically took over the loan. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And so, uh, it, it, that's it. I haven't had a car since. So I okay. got a new car. I right. got a new car. Key fobs didn't exist when I had. I guess they existed, but they were not common. Okay. Right. All right the last that's why I'm setting this up. They were not common the last time I owned a car. Yes. I had a car or a key rather. Just a key. One key that went in and it went on my key ring and it was the same size as all my other keys. Maybe slightly larger because of the plastic around okay, so the top of it. Okay, so
2: you're key fob. Yes. I thought you were talking about like the tiny like little I don't know, almost like a, hel- a hotel key thing. You're talking about like the the big thing you hit to unlock and unlock yes, the car. Yes, that has
1: the lock unlock, the trunk button, the panic button. Uh-huh. The,
2: why are they so big? Oh, man, I really, I do not know where we're going to go with this topic. Um, no, I don't all, know, I, man. Just, I
1: just want to complain. I, okay. as, right. as a new car owner, I just want to complain. Why, why are they so big? Like, I want to drive a car, not look like I have an erection all day. <laughs> Technology, man. It, I don't. I don't know. The key fobs. You don't think they're a giant pain in the ass? It's like you guys, I feel like already my key, cha- my key ring already, I Let feel me like. Let see this fob. No, I don't have my fob with me because I, I don't have my, I'm not oh, my Are you having to see me or is it just the key but fob? My, my normal pocket. key ring yes. I work with every day, I already Ooh, feel. like a Foley artist. Right. I already feel mm-hmm. like a janitor.
2: Okay. Right? Like. Why wait, do you have so many keys? Toss me this. Toss me this. Okay. Toss me that. Okay, this one you have a Grateful Dead keychain.
1: Yeah, that, I've actually had that. I got that uh, at the EMS in the Towson Town Center uh, outside okay. of Baltimore when when I got my learner's permit at age fifteen. You have I've a, carried that. You since, have another keychain. You have a, another
2: keychain that's a Baltimore radio station. I would imagine you used to work there. Yeah. Okay, seems like we could let that go, considering you've been here since 2005. Well, the
1: radio station doesn't exist anymore, and that was my first like real job. Okay, then there's a, this key. What does this key do? That key is uh, the key to my parents' house.
2: Okay, always I guess need to go back home again. Why do you have a key to your parents' house? You, like you don't carry around your car keys all the time, but you carry around the key to your parents' house all the time. Well, you're yeah. forty years
1: old. Well, why? Because <laughs> if I need to go to Baltimore, I, I have the key and a radio station to listen to. Apparently, B one hundred two point seven. Okay, you have I'm a city Hawaiian bike. Ryan. You have a city bike fob. Uh, yes. Now this is an acceptable size fob to me. Thank you. Correct. All right. Yeah. If you want to tweet that size fob out, the or the, the the Citibank fob, you can tweet it. <laughs> just take a picture and oh, I'll be
2: yeah. like, hey, here I am with the fob. But that's for the for the uh, the bikes, yes. the share bikes. Yes. So I know you do a lot of bike riding. Um, this <laughs> I key, do actually. What is this key?
1: You the, have you have like that ten is, keys. That is the key to my house. Okay, that's great this key that is the key to uh the first door to my apartment building yeah
2: tomorrow when steve cohen listens to the show he's gonna be like did you just go through ryan's keychain and talk about what his keys got into i'll be like yeah that's what i did
1: all right that's the key that is uh the second door to my apartment. How many doors
2: are in your apartment? There are two like doors. Like, you really want there, the situation? There are
1: two doors. You key in with this one. Then There's it... the first door where all the mailboxes are, and then yes. the second door to what get to the apartment.
2: crappy design is that? You would imagine they'd use the same key for both doors. You, you, so you can key into the you, front door and theoretically just get stuck
1: there for eternity? Yes. Okay. The first, the next two keys, guess what there are to? It's to my my apartment door and the, the deadbolt. <laughs>
2: Wait, so you have four, you live in a one bedroom apartment and there are four keys? Correct.
1: Do you have a mailbox key? Yeah, that's on there too. That's the little silver key. In
2: what scenario do you need five keys in one apartment? That's what do I you, have. Is it like a like an FBI safe house in a movie? Well, you know it's... when they go in and they're like they're unlocking that one, they let the thing go. They like I don't
1: <laughs> how. That's that's what I have. I I don't. I, There's this guy so named Jigsaw keys. that lives there. It's really weird. <sighs> And that's yeah, so that's basically my entire key ring. It's not like I'm carrying around if you want to argue that the one key to my parents' house is excessive, maybe we can do that. But the I but, mean, but but the, you you don't even have your house keys on here? No, my house keys on there.
2: It's the the one that looks like So you have an entire house that only has one key. Correct. But your loft one it's basically a room it's that a you live in a studio loft, yeah. has Five keys, well, five, including you, the
1: mail. Including the mail key, yes.
2: At, at any point, were you like, "Hey, we should
1: <laughs> dial down the amount of keys needed"? I don't know. I mean, I that, that's what we deal with. That's what I have. I bet you can launch missiles with less keys. I, I, that's what I'm saying. And then, then it takes you to go home. Then the key fob, which okay, yeah. which is is just
2: twice the size
1: of my key ring.
2: Okay, which is an enormous key ring. I'm now finding.
1: Yeah, due to all the keys. That I use almost every day. So the key fob is too just, big. You're saying I just want to complain, dude. I, I, having see, and this is this is part of the pain of the ass of having a car in New York City because not only now I have this stupid key fob I got to carry around but I I had um the apartment I live next to a high rise you you live in a fancy high rise so you don't I mean, deal fancy is getting a little you don't deal with the problems of all us peons on the first floor
2: oh yeah that's that why that live I, on
1: the you know that live in the walk I just walk
2: around wearing my red my red baseball cap and I'm super happy that's how <laughs> well, I live
1: the, the one high rise uh by me they 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 never when they designed the building didn't design a place to put trash oh wait Hold on, can we can we pause for one second? Sure, let's right, pause gonna, the live radio no, we're show. We're gonna pick up the phone. Yeah, uh, hi, you're hi what? hello. hello? No, we're, hi, you're on uh, you're on the radio right now, Mom. What are we doing? Oh, hi. Uh, I just I know uh, I tried to call you twice, but I just wanted to say happy birthday. And when I get done with the show, I'll call you back.
2: Happy birthday, Penny. Okay. okay, thank you. All right, Thank you very much. So excited. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> so great. I'll call you back. All right. Okay. All right. Anyway, Bye. that was birthday segment presented by <laughs> This Is Happening. Back to keys. Yeah. So the you know, way they go in locks,
1: just amazing. The the this uh, high rise that's right by me. Yeah. I walked by my car the other day, and they put all the garbage on the curb. There's no real place to put it. They blocked the sidewalk. They have it piled up all around my like on my car. Mm-hmm. I was pissed mm-hmm. i was so now mad. what
2: type of car do you drive by the before you call me mr fancy man what
1: do you driving in these days <laughs> it's, uh bmw 3 series is it new it's it is brand new yeah yeah all so right. so when the building puts trash all over it i'm not pleased I'm really, really mad. Like, you're saying there's trash physically on your car? No, 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 I, I got pictures. You want to see? Tweet wanna, one out. You want to see photos?
2: Yes, please tweet one out, and okay. people should follow you at Mashup Ryan. Yes. So, there's trash on your car because you parked on the street because you wanted to buy a car, but you got the key fob, okay? <laughs> so, you got too distracted with the big key fob, as I understand it, to pay for parking.
1: All right. Well, I'd rather have a boat than a garage. It's touching your car. Yeah! That's all I need. Touching is, is no touching. That's the theme of this show. It should be episode. What episode are we on? 45. 45. At no touching. Here's my question. What?
2: Did you then go to them and try and hold them liable for touching your car? Yes. Negligence? Actually. Oh, jeez, What happened?
1: I, I, I took pictures of it so they would know what's going on, and I went into the doorman, and I asked for the building manager. like, he's not here. I'm like, all right, well, listen, you guys have got trash piled up all over my car. Can you please leave it? And he kind of laughed at me. He's like, <laughs> you live in a city, man. I never liked that excuse. And I'm like, well, that doesn't mean you can pile trash up on my car. Like when a
2: homeless man's penis is out or something like that happens and people are just like, New York. It's like, not really. That really shouldn't be an acceptable answer to this scenario. So I understand what you're saying. Like, just because you live in the city doesn't mean you should put trash on. the. You know what? You know what the best thing to happen to Chicago was when it like burned down. And they had to, or was that San Francisco? It was Chicago, right?
1: Dude, what year are you talking about? In
2: like 1904 or that whatever. That was, was San Francisco. One of the cities burned, Both right? Both of them did. Okay, great. Yeah. But they figured out places to put the trash when they rebuilt the city. By New York never burning, they don't put it behind buildings or anything. They just put it on the street. Well,
1: no, you put it behind the building, but on the trash day, you pile it on the curb. I kind of feel like this is a little bit on you, because what are they supposed to do? uh, My thing is, I think, now maybe you're going to think I'm crazy, Mm -hmm. but this is a high-rise building. They have a maintenance staff. They have a garbage staff, Mm -hmm. right? There are people whose job it is. I think that they need to not put it on my car, not completely block the sidewalk. Uh Uh but have people there in the morning and when the garbage men are coming down the street, you hand them the trash from the basement or wherever it was out out, out the door. You don't pile it up on people's shit. Let's practice this a little
2: bit. Oh, you just did it again. Dang it. Wow, two swears to no swears, you foul mouth crazy person. So, let's practice this a little bit. Okay. All right, because I'll be the building manager. You can be, you'll be the you, okay, okay. walking in. So like, yeah, come in. That's how the building manager talks,
1: all right? Yeah, come in the building. What's up, pink shirt? Hey, listen, man, you got there's trash piled all over my car. Would you guys mind? Listen,
2: Romeo, I'm running a building here. I can't worry about your trash and your little no, 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 BMW this is, this, Euro
1: car. This isn't my trash. This is your trash, yeah, and it's, it's on my, my trash. car. You
2: live in New York,
1: you know? You know the line he actually said to me? Hold on, I'll give you a line. You're lucky you don't live downtown.
2: Yeah. (laughs) With the rats and the bankers. Right, that is the thing. They make the most trash. You got this Upper West Side trash here. This is very nice trash. You, if you're with that downtown trash, there's needles, syringes. They drink whole milk. This is nice Upper West almond milk
1: trash. (laughs) That was something people would say up there.
2: So, but honestly,
1: you're... I don't know. His Hold excuse on, I was to... his excuse. Was, scene. Uh you <laughs> his excuse was you live in the city, sorry. And it's like, no, dude, you put it there. Like, pay attention and don't put your trash on my car.
2: Okay, but your solution to him is hey, why don't you get in contact with the trash people and when they're driving by, you just have pay a bunch of people to walk it out. Yeah. Not not yeah. That's not feasible. It totally is. It takes him five minutes. Of... Here's okay. Hold on. Welcome back into my office. Have you considered, lover boy, parking your car somewhere else Have instead you... of where my trash goes? Have... Bada bing. Have you considered being a good
1: neighbor? I actually use that word. I'm state far, baby. I'm always here. With my trash like you think this is being a good neighbor piling your trash up? I don't in my know. Car?
2: I don't know. And scene. Um, the I, I just think that perhaps you need to consider that you could just park somewhere else and this is a this is like how many people
1: live in this building, you think? Oh what there's probably four hundred? If, uh, yeah, if, if yeah, not yeah, more. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're not gonna win this argument. You're just oh. one man with a BMW. Yeah, you wanna you wanna... I've called sanitation on him twice. That's and. I, I don't know if they've gotten fines or not, but when they're... Cause, cause... So, by the way, when I said you're not going to win this argument, your reaction was, ha want
2: to bet? I've made two Watch. phone calls. Watch.
1: <laughs> no, dude, you know what? Because half the time, they're, if they pile it up neatly and they leave a place to walk by, but this sidewalk, this street is now unusable because this high-rise thinks all of a sudden that they can pile their trash everywhere. And so I can't get by on the sidewalk. I, I, I have to walk a different way home. Yeah, exactly. But it's the, not the point. The, but and and so it is. A, it is a finable offense here. If you block a sidewalk with trash, it's a it's a like a three four hundred dollars fine, something like that. You know what else? So, costs you know what else costs four hundred dollars? What a
2: monthly spot in a parking garage. You just go and yeah, you pay it. You don't I'm have to not, worry about your trash street. And, I'm not getting the fine. Okay, but I'm just saying in this but scenario, you they, can save yourself all this trouble and the multiple phone calls.
1: For what they get one fine and they can have a guy down there in the morning for the month. All right. I mean, I, I think you, to a certain degree, you, you live in New York,
2: you do have to deal with this a little bit, or you could park your car literally anywhere else except in front of that building.
1: <laughs> I, I actually, no, I, I will try not to park in front of that building you're, now. You're telling me you're not purposely parking there to like start some, no, start some I, stuff? No, I really like, I now will not, because it's Cause only- Because hey, Busta, it, if I see you to, in front of my building- To a certain degree, a spot's a spot and you got to take a spot, right? Uh-huh. But now if I can avoid it there, I will. But there's only like three or four spots where this is a danger. So it's out of like hundreds. So like it's a small percentage, but it's much more because I walk by it every day. It, it, it's, it's, it's not only my car, but it's me walking by it too. I have problems with my neighbor's trash.
2: Would you feel better about the trash if they put some stanchions around it to be sure that it couldn't touch anything? Right? Yeah, you see now all of a sudden- Oh, now you like now stanchions. All, no, I'm, now I'm, you're... I'm,
1: no, I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> now all of a sudden you're like, uh, you know, no touching. Well, I'm just saying, I don't, I, I just feel,
2: listen. I hope this works out. you got to keep us posted on how your phone calls are going to go. And if the city of New York is going to be like, you know what? Now that we've recovered from 9-11,
1: perhaps we should handle Ryan's trash issue. That's what we'll check into next. You, don't, you know, they, they they have come out. I've seen them. I don't oh, know whether Jesus. or not they issued fines so or not. Now, now you're just taking
2: up public resources because there's I'm a spot a, on the street I'm you want to park public. in. No, I'm ta- because they're blocking the sidewalk. <laughs> Look at this guy. Dixie's Derek Jeter. Like, I'm going to move my trash for him. I don't know why this is so fun for me. When we get back, there is a nation, an entire nation, that's annoying me. An entire country. Maybe you live there. Stay tuned. This is happening. Welcome back to This Is Happening. I'm Frank. My business is trash. I got some old banana peels. I got some cabbage. There's an old Vanity Fair magazine. You want me to move that stuff for your fancy man car.
1: Nice to meet you, Frank. Yes. Hello. I mean, you gave him a name.
2: Yeah, well, they, I can't. just happened over break. Well, listen. A, a wise man once told me about formatics that you gotta say your name and what the show is. <laughs> I'm Mark Zito. That's Ryan Sampson. <laughs> oh, you
1: switch back?
2: Yeah, oh. it'll be seen, and seen. It's a this is happening program. We're live on a Wednesday. We're live tomorrow as well, and and you can pretty much tune in every day on uh, XM, unless we're preempted by literally anything, Right on XM203, Sirius 214, and online 967. You can, of course, always find the show on demand. Search Ryan Samson. Search Mark Zito. Search This Is Happening.
1: Tomorrow, the Idaho State uh, Go-Kart Championships will be happening. So yeah, yeah. We're going to preempted. Be preempted.
2: That's true. <laughs> hey, you want to host a daily radio show, but like kind of never? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, my wife might be here tomorrow. She's not feeling too might? well. Though. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, no. She's not feeling too well. You know, maybe she does not come through. Oh. But we'll see because she works in the building. So she would be the perfect close to people who work so in the she building. She took then. a
1: sick day and then. Well, she came, came in today. In.
2: No, no. She's a trooper. She took a sick day.
1: Okay. She, well, she came in then no, she I'm saying went home if, sick. Oh, and then she went home. Yeah, so I don't know if she's going to So still... she came back to do the radio show.
2: That would be a bad that look. That would be a bad look. Yes. Well, also, like she's sick, so she wouldn't mm-hmm. want to do that. Anyway, something that sickens me. Okay.
1: Japan. <laughs> what have the Japanese done to you today, Mark? They, they, you know what? Okay. I, I bet you they did. Well, I have this paper I, here from I, June I, of. 19th, nope, that's
2: not the, the thing. I the might Japanese be with did. you,
1: because I bet you they designed the stupid car fobs. <laughs> they probably did. I might be with you.
2: All right, a story coming out of Japan today, and I've seen a lot of these stories recently, Like, because it's the type of thing they put out here and in England, and people are like, oh my God, can you believe the Japanese? Um, Japanese company makes a televised apology. They basically had a press conference on behalf of a worker who left his desk for just three minutes okay. each day to buy his lunch as the country's grueling work culture is called into question. I'm reading this off the Daily Mail, but a 64-year-old worker at the Kobe City Water Works Bureau took a break, and he took a total of 26 three-minute trips to a nearby store over the course of seven months, which means he, he was on lunch break for 78 minutes, spread out okay. over seven months, and they had, a, they had a, a, um, a public broadcast where they publicly apologized and docked him a half-day's pay. And if they said, it's I think he immense... got
1: off pretty easy if he took 78 hours of-
2: 78 minutes. Oh, okay.
1: seventy. All right. So yeah. Over the course half... of seven months. A half day pay is about right.
2: What? A half day pay took about a half day. 78 minutes. Well, the way most maybe, people well, work. Maybe the way you host the morning <laughs> mashup, 78 minutes, like, oh, tough day today. 78 minutes. Woo! So, I throw another Kesha track in there. I can't do this.
1: Kind of agree with the uh, company. You're
2: just being difficult. No, I, you have to
1: be. L- l- okay. He
2: took three minutes a day. He walked across the street to get a, a a bento box. And when asked why, he basically said, "I just wanted a change of pace in my lunch." <laughs> It was three minutes a day, and they were and the, the other thing Japan does this where there will be like a train off schedule by a minute. Like there was a thing a couple months ago where uh-huh. a train left a schedule left the station one minute early. Yeah. and they acted like it was, you know
1: a horrible thing that happened actually leaving early can be. Do you know how many people would be mad about? Like I applaud their uh their dedication to precision. I absolutely think that that's great. Now, li- now, listen, you say he works for the water company. He works for the waterworks, right? Yeah. So I don't know what his job is working for the waterworks. If he is their social media director, maybe taking three minutes to go get a bento box isn't so big. You don't need to monitor the water company's Twitter feed that closely. But if he's got the emergency shutoff switch for the entire city or if he's got the hot water switch or whatever – you, he, I just want to be clear that he, in this he, scenario,
2: you think at the water company, there's
1: two big handles, yes, that's, that's two totally big buckets for <laughs> cold <laughs> water and, <laughs> and hot water. It, yes. Oh, got it! Like, <laughs> it's totally how I imagine it. Completely how I this imagine is a it. giant faucet connected to another tube no but let's okay let's say this guy's job was to monitor the bacteria levels flowing through to the entire city mm-hmm. and and he's gone for the three minutes when the when the when the the sewer accidentally got crossed and started infecting the whole city he could have put every I don't know what his job is mm-hmm. that's my point mm-hmm. the thing is if you and I took three minutes away from our desk every day, there would be three minutes of dead air. And I would bet you there would be some sort of, oh, poop from this company. Let me tell you,
2: I used to work for a show where that happened. (laughs) There were literally no issues. But
1: no, but you and I work a job. We're three minutes gone. If you and I got up and left for
2: three yeah, you minutes- you and I work for an hour. It says, here's the thing. Nearly a quarter of Japanese companies have employees working more than 80 hours overtime a month, yeah, often unpaid, right. a recent survey found. And 12% have employees breaking the 100 hours a month I mean, mark. That's
1: not much different from this country. Work... Most people work on a salary that's figured at 40 hours a week and then, and then work- 60 to 70 hours a week it's the same here but a hundred hours overtime i don't know it's a lot but dude i i know people that do that sort of thing
2: workers are entitled to 20 days leave a year but currently 35 percent don't take any of it that's crazy
1: it is crazy but you don't think having a televised press conference is a little over the top Uh, the televised press conference might be a little bit over again but i don't know what his i don't know what his job was people in new York. I'm sorry about the trash everywhere.
2: We now return to Pat Kearney in new NY1. (laughs) (laughs) Pat
1: Kearney gets a shout out. Yeah, right? That's who that is, right? Pat Kearney, yeah. Yeah.
2: No, but so I I just don't think that the... That the that it's necessary, and I think it's crazy that you can't take three minutes. Like, and I just imagine this adorable man just wanted to change a pace. Spent a box every I, so again, often. But again,
1: I don't know what his job they was. They caught him, by the way.
2: They didn't even know he left
1: his desk. That's So not his good.
2: job can't be that yeah, his important. His job
1: probably is They that caught
2: important. him on a security camera. They saw him going across the street and getting lunch and coming back, and that was enough of a red oh, flag that they were like,
1: what? Well, wait a minute. But just think of that's like a slavery I mean, situation. If, if you're dude. the police dispatcher, three minutes away from your desk is a big deal. Oh, God. It is. There's if
2: somebody's that important, if you're in emergency there should be room more doctor. than one of them. Uh, maybe. Like this show. You know how we're both insanely important? Yes. There are two of us. Right. In case I die during the program, I can carry the flag. Yes, you need to, by the way, if that ever happens, if I pass out just like, you know, ass over teacups right into this microphone dead, right. you got to keep it going. But definitely not the key fob bit cuz <laughs> I don't know if that played. <laughs> but just do what you can.
1: Okay. I'll, I'll remember that. Another thing. Don't die on me.
2: In the news today. Cubs reliever, Brandon Morrow,
1: I love this.
2: hurt himself taking off his pants. I love this. And uh, I, he said, you know, he was just taking off
1: his pants. It was like 3 a.m. and he, he's like, it, got his, it screwed up his right leg and he hurt his back a little bit. No, that's not what I, the way I, maybe I read it wrong because the details are important on this one. The right leg came out okay. The left leg caused a back spasm. Oh,
2: whatever. Yeah, well, Semantics, hey, as far as I'm concerned. Details are important. That's true. Can't take time <laughs> off. Can't, you gotta, whatever. But it got me thinking, what's the craziest way you ever injured yourself?
1: Uh, when I was a child... I um I broke my wrist uh, because I wanted to fly a kite and there was no wind, so I drug it behind <laughs> a bicycle, and I was trying to go fast enough on the bike to make the kite fly, and I finally made the kite fly and wasn't watching where I'm going, and I hit a curb and, and broke my, my wrist. <laughs> okay. All right. Jeez. I don't know if I've ever really accidentally hurt myself
2: that bad. Like, I've done some stuff that's, like, not funny, and I, it sucked, I, um, but I have this strange thing when I injure myself, I immediately am like, I need to take a nap. Like if I (laughs) hurt myself, like one time I I remember I was in college and I I lived in, uh, I lived in a single room and it was my, my sophomore year of college. It was a tiny room I lived in and I just slammed all my fingers in a window. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, like, you know, when something hurts, you don't even want to look at it. Right. And I was just like, Oh no. And I'd been cleaning my room and even though I was right next to my bed. I didn't get in my bed. I just cleared a spot for myself on the floor in the fetal position and slept for <laughs> and three took a nap hours. Right for there, for three hours. right there. And I still want to do this today. The other day, I was walking down the street and a a pointy street sign ripped through the shoulder of my shirt into my um in into my uh like sh- shoulder. Like it ripped yeah. the shirt. Yeah, and I'm bleeding, and I'm just like, huh! and I honestly, like Sarah was with me, and I was just like, I just want to lay down on the sidewalk.
1: She was like, you can't do that. You gotta keep going. Does someone have to sing Soft Kitty to you? I don't know. Are you Sheldon Cooper? Is that a strange thing about me? It's, it's a little strange. I just, if I hurt myself,
2: I'm like, maybe I need Nap to... Uh, time. I just imagine my body uh, is better at healing while sleeping.
1: Oh, yeah, sure. So, that's what I do. <laughs> when I when I worked in Baltimore, I was in uh, uh, the Canton section of Baltimore, and I drank too much, and there was a... Is that the
2: Hall of Fame section of yes, Baltimore? Yes, yes. Yeah.
1: There was a, 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 a fence... Between the sidewalk and a grocery store there, and it's only like three and a half, four feet tall. It wasn't a tall fence. It was short enough that I felt I could scale it. Mm-hmm. And how, so, f- how how large were you at the time? I was. This was near my largest. <laughs> okay. This was near. This was very much near my largest. Yeah. Um, I took a leap, and uh, cleared it. Except for the loop on my shoelace, which caught one of the posts and sent me face down into the concrete.
2: All right. One, that hurt. Yeah, I bet. One time, I was, uh, at a, I was really drunk right before I left for college. Um, I was really drunk, and I, I had to pee. And we were in this parking lot, and I saw a fence. And I was like, oh, I'll just hop over that yeah. and uh, pee. What I didn't realize was that it was, like a, it was honestly a 15 to 18-foot drop. On the other side of the fence? Yeah, I just ran, hopped it, <laughs> and literally was so drunk, I remember thinking to myself, this, I am falling farther than I thought. Oh, boy. But it all happened so fast. I happened to jump in the, like, what I thought was a bush was, like, the top of a tree. Oh, no. So I happened to jump in the one area that didn't have jagged rocks, and it. The, I caught a tree, and it kind of lowered me down a little slower than had I just gone. <laughs> and then I'm down there, and so I'm like, what happened because i'm all drunk and i'm like uh how do I... I don't know how to get back up now now i'm just stuck behind this you're retaining in a ravine. Yeah, yeah and so i'm just stuck there i'm like well so i pee everywhere because i'm like you know of course let's do what we came here for if, if, mark
1: if that didn't already make you pee
2: yeah and then i was like i don't know how to get back up and it was a, it was a whole ordeal very bad it was like midnight i thought i was literally going to have to call a friend like with a ladder and uh in were the end by i by yourself no i was with friends but all my friends were like where did he go and you couldn't talk to them because I, I was just like was there you oh, the- you were the- oh like dude i literally i went back the next day because my hat fell off and i wanted to see like where was i that's Ugh. where i really figured out and i looked down at the hat and this all of a sudden this old man was next to me like a shaman okay and and and, and i was like he's like what are you doing and i was like i'm looking that's my hat i jumped there da- down there last night and he was like Stuff like that's why I stopped drinking. And then he just walked away.
1: <laughs> I picture, I, when you tell that story, I picture Fred Gwynn from, from uh, like Pet Cemetery. Works for me. <laughs> yeah.
2: We got to wrap up the show. Uh, we'll do it when we get back next. Stay tuned. I might be on fire. How did he tell me to put it? Yeah. I don't know. Let's see if I'm on fire after the break. This <laughs> is happening. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. Thanks for turning the mics on, appreciate it.
1: You gotta give the music a second to
2: establish. Not when we, you gotta put the music down practically already. It's almost time to get out of here. Fine. Damn, down. we screwed the, the clocks up again. When are we gonna be better? <laughs> this is happening, we're back. Anyway, just cause we have a couple minutes left to kinda of look back today through history.
1: I, we didn't look back enough at yesterday. We really didn't spend enough time reviewing all the things we learned with Andy King. Well, like, formatics and stuff? No. Or porn? Porn. Oh, what do you mean? Like, like, uh, just, there was so much to talk about, and you and I never had a download on it.
2: Well, you know, we, we can do that after the show. Okay. Because we're almost out of time, but hey, on this day in 1994, Great American, oh, no, definitely not Great American, reading that wrong, O.J. Simpson arraigned on murder charges of Nicole Simpson and Ronald Goldman. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they opened the Great American ballpark in Cincinnati. No, that was not 1994. No. Do you think O.J., was, uh, do you think he did it? Yes. Okay. Shocking opinion there. Yeah.
1: Um, There's something in the car, because we talked about it, you're never going to see it, but they let you name your profiles. Yeah. So my first one is Samson, right? So that's driver one. Driver two, as my little joke, just to see who gets it, is Al A.C. Cowling's Alright, I like that.
2: I don't mind it. Also, in two, in 2017, on this day, British actor Daniel Day-Lewis announces his retirement. Now, everyone said it was to go make dresses because he just put himself into that dress ma- dressmaking yeah, movie. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. It's got to be weird when a guy's so into everything. Like, maybe his retirement is he's just paying, like, a geriatric nurse or I would something have liked in to his to see, next
1: film. I would have liked to see him retire after Lincoln. <laughs> he wears a top hat everywhere. That would have been sweet.
2: Yeah. He, I, I just can't. It must be so hard living with somebody that gets that into their roles. And things do you like think that.
1: he'll come back and act again? Do you really think he's retired?
2: No. It's not, the acting's the one profession you can do literally till you die. Yeah. It's one of those. Right. But I don't know. I, I I don't think I've ever seen a Daniel Day Lewis movie. What? You've never seen Lincoln? No. Don't care. You I know think, what happened. You've never seen There Will Be Blood? Already know how Lincoln ends, it, Ryan. Oh, wow. it's so good. And speaking of endings, anything before we get out of we here, we need today? to have Andy back. Okay, I would love to have Andy back. Yeah. There's still so much I don't know about poor Maddox.
1: Sarah, get better. We want you tomorrow.
2: Yes. And until then, though, this has happened. Will you be here tomorrow? Yes. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.